0: Hello, everyone. My name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo. And uh, here I am uh, recording another episode for our Graphistania podcast. And tonight I've uh, invited two lovely people from all the way in Texas, uh, who have been doing some wonderful work with Neo4j. Um, That's Mark Hand and Claire Zitz. Uh, Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hey, good to have you guys on the podcast. Thanks for making the time. I really appreciate it. Um I've been reading some of your your work that you guys have been publishing on our blog and everything but um some people may not have read that yet so why don't you guys introduce yourselves and uh, and make yourselves known <laughs>
1: Okay, I'll start. So, hi, I'm Claire Zutz, and I am currently at UT Austin at the RGK Center for Philanthropy and Community Service, and I lecture an undergraduate course, and then Mark and I also do research around social innovation and network
2: analysis. My name is Mark Han. I'm an adjunct assistant professor here at the University of Texas affiliated with the RGK Center, and I also work for an incubator of social enterprises here in
0: Austin, Texas called Unlimited USA. Very cool. And the RGK Center, what, what does that stand for?
1: <laughs> it's the RGK Center for Philanthropy and
2: Community
0: Service. Oh, okay. All right. Very cool. I saw the website, but I didn't know what, uh, what the acronym was for. Uh, so I was named what?
2: after um, a businessman and his wife, Rania and George Kosmetsky. who were big donors to the university.
0: Interesting. Okay, very cool. And you guys have been doing some very interesting work with... Uh, Graphs, Networks, and Neo4j databases. Uh, you, you wrote about the, uh, the GIN, uh, the Global Impact Investing Network, which uh, you might want to tell our listeners a little bit about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So last summer, Mark and I were talking about the intersection of social innovation and food policy. Mark has been in the social innovation space for a long time, and I had just finished a master's with a focus in food policy. So we were talking about what impact investing in sustainable agriculture looked like. And we weren't really sure what that network or ecosystem looked like. So Mark offered up the idea of using a graph database to visualize that and to be able to gain some better insights. So what we did was we began by scraping publicly available data from GIN, and again, that's the Global Impact Investing Network. And so we looked at the asset managers and looked at their investments, and we ended up with 45 asset managers and over 400 relationships. Um, So that was how we started. And our idea was to try and kind of understand the evolution of co-investments um, over time to uncover some of the key actors and the influencers in the space um, and highlight some of the co-investments. So thinking about it as an opportunity for entrepreneurs to search for different investors and then investors to also see where other people are co-investing in different opportunities.
0: Super interesting. So uh, I've read your blog post, but uh, you know the listeners may not have done that yet. So impact investing, what is that again?
2: Sure. So one of the things that's happened over the course of the last uh, 10 to 15 years is that an increasing number of both foundations and traditional investors and asset managers have begun to ask the question: What happens if we actually intentionally invest in companies that have some kind of social or environmental mission at their heart? And so you'll sort of it included in this world might be microfinance and fair trade, um, and to some extent, um, conscious consumption, conscious consumerism. And one of the things that's happened recently is a sort of coalescing of these investors around a certain, around a set of industry bodies. And the Global Impact Investing Network is the largest of those bodies and includes everything from family offices that are deciding to make investments in, um, let's say, a software in Kenya that helps connect mobile money um, to back office uh, small business software, all the way to uh, alternative um, energy sources, perhaps in coming from certain types of trees that are farmed down in Texas.
0: Oh wow, so and this is global, right? This is not just, you know, uh, North American uh, invest, investors or asset managers.
2: One of the things that's been interesting is that this really is a global phenomenon. There's a tremendous amount of activity in India. Um, and then in the United States, uh, it, it's come out of, in, in the United States and Europe, it's sort of evolved from the, the international aid world into a sort of industry on its own right and um and the there's sort of there's still questions about boundaries and definitions which is part of actually what we were interested in is can we actually look at who's in and who's out or what kind of activity is is happening and look at it deductively from who's actually making investments and who's actually making transactions as opposed to trying to induce definitions on the space and if sort of listeners are interested the, the database that has perhaps the most amount of information, uh, the most number of investors and entrepreneurs, is it's actually also out of Austin, Texas, and they were our partners in this project. It's called Enable Impact. So if you go to enableimpact.com, that's mm-hmm. um, where listeners can look up and see who some of these entrepreneurs are and who some of these investors are as well.
0: I'll put some of those links uh, on the, the the blog post with the transcription, so that's, uh, that's great that you put that uh, put that out there. So so how did you guys get into graphs for this type of work? You know, how you, Mark, you, you you were like uh, the guy suggesting this uh, at the
2: start? So I took a
0: class on strategy
2: and innovation from a professor at Oxford named Mark Ventresca, and in that class sort of got exposed to how networks can help us understand the way that entrepreneurs behave, the way that entrepreneurs gather their teams together and manipulate resources around them. And when I came to Austin to start work with Unlimited USA, one of my questions was, to what extent can we actually take some of this scholarly work on entrepreneurs and the way that they manipulate networks and actually turn it into something that can help entrepreneurs who are just who are just getting started? And And the more that we sort of went through that, the more we began to consider how else might we apply some of these lessons, not just to working with entrepreneurs themselves, but to understanding the ecosystem of players around them. And so actually, we we made a sort of map of the Austin social innovation ecosystem and uh, that was that was graph-based. And then from there, we began to ask some sort of more questions here at the University of Texas about you know, what, what can we actually learn about this ecosystem if we get a little bit more intentional um, and if we try to get a little bit more focused on the questions that we're asking.
0: That's super cool. And then what, what, what were some of the uh, interesting results that you guys found? Uh, you know, was any, any uh, particular highlights that you want to sort of call out?
1: Well, I think one of the interesting things that we learned was I think our original goal was to just bring some transparency to the sector, right? I think a lot of people talk about impact investing, but what exactly does that mean and what does that look like, especially for a sustainable agriculture? And I think when we were going through it, we initially just thought, okay, to have this map, we'll kind of lend some clarity to the space, but then we also realized that this could really be used as a tool for entrepreneurs and also to give recommendations for investors. And we've actually had a lot of different organizations reach out to us after the blog post went out. So that was really exciting to see that there was a need for that, um, and it was actually gaining deeper insights.
0: That's super cool. And is, is there any uh, like future work planned on this, uh, Claire or Mark? Are, you know, Are you, are you guys um, planning to evolve this uh, in, any other, in any way yet?
2: Uh, we hope so. So one of the things that we found actually is that is that we we ended up having to we ended up having to get this data from the portfolios from the websites of the investors who were a part of the GIN. And what we did was we began with their investments, and then we actually looked at press releases and and on Crunchbase and AngelList to see who else had invested in those companies as well to try to determine what other investors were out there that weren't identifying as impact investors. But we're making investments in companies that might be considered social enterprises, and and that's been a pretty tremendous learning for us to see how it is that this network of people is starting to pull in other more traditional investors into some of these companies. Uh, Hampton Creek is a company that's a good example of this. It's a company started by a guy named Josh Tetrick. and and they make an egg alternative, or a mayonnaise alternative, and they've actually been able to get some what might be considered impact investing, but then they've also been able to get a tremendous amount of sort of mainstream investors pulled into this company as well. And the other thing that was really interesting was to see which entrepreneurs had been successful at raising money from within the GIN ecosystem, so from within self-identified impact investors, and then which companies like Hampton Creek had actually had more success raising funds from people who didn't self-identify as impact investors. Now what happened when we when we tried to move forward with this is it turns out that in fact that that this information simply doesn't exist anywhere yet in this kind of form. And so now we're considering how we might move forward knowing that we would actually have to construct this data set ourselves as opposed to trying to do some work on an existing data set. And so we're beginning to look, to do a couple of things. We're beginning to look at other data sets. So there's a there's an organization called B Lab, which uh, runs a certification program for entrepreneurs that consider themselves social entrepreneurs, and they have a beautiful data set of about 80 investment funds and some of their investments, and then also the impact metrics associated with those entrepreneurs. And so that may be one project that we take up. Um, another is actually to try to build up a more robust map of the Austin social innovation landscape and perhaps even make it open source so that entrepreneurs and investors can enter their own information in. Um, but we, we sort of got a, long, got a long way to go in a bunch of projects that we're playing with actually, we're we're also if we, if listeners are interested, um, we'll be contactable through a website that we'll be putting up in the next couple of weeks. That will be impactanalytics.io. We dedicated specifically to how do we use some of these analytical methods, like those that Neo4j helps facilitate, mm-hmm. to better understand the social impact
0: sphere. Wow, so many plans. I, <laughs> usually well, when, I, when I ask people I, about the future, they're like, oh, well. <laughs> but you guys have a lot of plans uh, uh, laid out for you. It's very cool. We do.
2: <laughs> having spoken them out loud, perhaps somebody will have to hold them to us. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that would be very cool. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation. I really uh, enjoyed it. and I, um, I you know, I wish you guys uh, lots of success with uh, the, 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 the future work that you're planning. Uh, it's been... Uh, really cool to see some of that work come out and and you know that you share it with our with our community we really appreciate that so um thank you so much for coming online and talking to me about that and uh we'll i'm hoping that we'll meet uh, meet each other someday at the uh, graph connect conference or something like that
1: <laughs> wonderful <laughs> thank, thank you, you
0: thank so thank you. much thank you
1: have a nice day bye